1: Tractor and machinery safety courses are in full swing, and there could be some changes to the program this year. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Allison Lund. Heidi Johnson is the Agriculture Institute Director with UW-Extension, and she outlines the tractor safety program while highlighting some changes.
0: The youth tractor and machinery safety program is the way that youth get certified to be able to drive on the road, and so... It, Wisconsin is actually the only state that certifies 12 and 13 year olds. Um, most states, they start certifying at 14, but Wisconsin has a little bit younger. So the program generally has uh, youth from 12 to 16 that uh, take it. And so gen- in general, the pandemic obviously disrupted a lot of the normal delivery of programs. And so, so there's likely a little bit of a backlog of youth that haven't been able to get certified. Um, we don't know numbers yet, just there's still programs being conducted across the state. But in general, the, the pandemic lined up with some um, some evolution of staffing in Extension. So in the past, the tractor and machinery safety program was conducted. Uh, Extension maintains the curriculum and the certification process for the program, but it was actually taught mostly by partners across the state, like tech colleges. Um, Extension did some of the direct, education, but uh, about two-thirds was actually delivered by other partners across the state, sometimes supported by Extension educators. But through the pandemic, Extension has evolved our, our staffing a little bit, and that those changes to staffing is pushing us in the direction of um, we want to be the ones, and we have a statutory obligation. Extension wants to be the one to maintain the curriculum, so we want research-based, good, solid, uh, safe, curriculum for youth to be learning. So we, we are committed to maintaining that. What we want to do, though, is continue to build out our partners that are delivering the program. So, um, so all those partners that were already doing it, we're, we're in connection with them and making sure they have all the curriculum and materials that they need. And then we're looking for, you know, if there are other partners that are interested in conducting the class, we're, we're looking for those. We have, we've uh, done mapping to see, you know, where programs are located, and we know that there's some parts of the state that were not covered by our partners, so uh, for this year, we're conducting, we did one in-person tractor and machinery safety course that just wrapped up last week, and then uh, we also have an online version where the youth take most of the education online, and then we will do some regional driving tests because that's part of the certification process. They both do a written test and a driving test. So, so that's, this year we, we're still doing some of the education, and we're hoping next year, uh, like I said, to continue, continue to have partners that might be able to take over that direct delivery of the program.
1: What has the process been like canvassing for these uh, new partners now that you'd like to expand that area? Um,
0: I I don't know that we've uh, done a ton of it. Most of it has been connecting with the partners that we already had. But in some situations, you know, just talking to tech colleges or VOAG instructors and seeing what the interest is in different areas. And, you know, there's different ways to do that. Sometimes you reach out directly to those partners. But we've also tried to, uh, when we have parents that are interested in having a program and they're not Close to one, we you know we can ask them some questions about their local ag teachers and try to find uh, opportunities that way. So so we'll continue to work on that. Um, you know, for this year, it was mostly making sure that our partners that were already teaching it have what they need, and so that was that was a big effort this year.
1: Now, backing up a little bit, you mentioned that you have online offerings. Is that something mm-hmm. that's new coming out of the pandemic, and how does the instruction differ from in-person instruction?
0: Sure. Yeah. So we it is new. We've been building out uh, the online, um, the online version of it. And um, just to be totally clear, too, we actually haven't directly created the curriculum. We work Purdue University has a nationally recognized curriculum. And so we use that as the basis for both the in-person delivery and the online delivery. Uh, So we that that will be the basis for the online course. Uh, in the past, the course is, um, and I actually taught it for many years, so I know it very well. So it's a mix of um, in classroom instruction and then doing some driving, and um, it's about 24 hours long. So basically the online version is just taking all of that classroom instruction and putting it into an online delivery.
1: Do you find that the online option might make it easier for students in areas that aren't as serviced to be able to take this class?
0: That's what I'm hoping. So we don't know a lot yet. I think uh, (laughs) we, along with everybody else, has has, uh, pretty quickly moved into the online world of educational delivery. And um, we hope that it actually increases access for youth that might not be near um, a program. And just maybe makes it a little bit more flexible for people. So when you get, especially if you can do asynchronous delivery, which I don't think we're there yet, we're we're still working on that, but asynchronous delivery is when the youth can do it on their own timing and not have to be, you know, uh, doing it while the instructor is there. And so those are just in general an extension, we're looking for opportunities like that because it makes it more flexible for participants. So I think, I hope that what you suggested is true, that we this is actually makes the program easier for our youth to uh, get into. That. that definitely would be a goal.
1: And I'm sure that as you move into that space, many students will be appreciative of the opportunity to take the class uh, whenever and wherever. I know that you said mm-hmm. you don't have exact figures on enrollment, but we're in a, a time of labor shortages. And I know that many Mm -hmm. teens and young adults are seeking out jobs and they're really putting themselves out there. So how do you see that playing Mm -hmm. into younger students now taking the course because they might have uh, jobs on the farm somewhere?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. I hadn't really considered that. I mean, I yeah, I don't have any data or figures to support anything. I mean, I think what you suggested makes sense that there might be, there may be some 14 and 15 year olds that are really interested in farm employment and they might be driven in that direction, but I'm, we're not uh, far enough along from me to will give you data to support that.
1: Now moving forward, what is the ultimate goal with the safety courses? So the,
0: I mean, the goal from extensions perspective is we want to maintain a really good curriculum and really good tests and uh, be able to support our partners that conduct the course across the state. So eventually we'd like to see the, the students be able to access partner programs while Extension is providing the, the, the curriculum for it. So that would be the long-term goal. We You know, we don't want to we don't we want to make sure that youth aren't left out. So we will continue to be monitoring the coverage that we have from our partners and seeing where it takes us and making decisions as we go.
1: Heidi Johnson, Agriculture Institute Director with UW Extension, with a look at what to expect from Wisconsin's tractor safety program this summer and into the coming years. A full listing of tractor safety courses can be found at farms.extension.wisc.edu. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Allison Lund.